Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Are you tired of investing your time and your energy into relationships that go nowhere and you know deep down the common denominator is you. You have awareness that whatever you're doing right now in relationships is not working, it's not serving you, and you are ready to take ownership of this area of your life and finally learn how to embody a securely attached, confident woman who can attract a great relationship. If that's you, I have a very special invitation I want to invite you to apply to the Empowered, Secure, and Loved program. This is a program designed to help you no matter your attachment style, no matter your relationship past, it will help you move to secure attachment so that you can show up confident, you can communicate well, you can navigate any kind of conflict, and you can create that relationship that you've always wanted while simultaneously having high self-worth and high levels of self-love. If that's you and you know that in 2022, you are ready for a great relationship and you're committed to getting there, I want to personally invite you to apply to the ESL program Use the link in my Instagram bio. On Instagram, it's at Dr. Morgan Coaching, Dr. Morgan Coaching, and the link is also in the show notes. Spots are extremely limited, so go apply now to reserve your spot and start your journey to high self worth and great relationships. Welcome to a special episode of the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast. It's your host, Dr. Morgan. I'm really excited about today's episode. I know I'm I'm always excited, but very excited today because I'm answering your questions. A while ago, I posted something on my Instagram story and I said, hey, what questions do you have about first dates? And I got a ton of questions <laughs> submitted. I won't be able to answer all of them, but I've picked some really great questions And I'm going to let you know what my response would be as we're headed into the fall, the holiday season. I know that the summer is over and a lot of people, if they're not in a relationship, you're in this place where you're really feeling being single and there can finally be a little bit more motivation to go on dates. So if that's you, just want to encourage you that yes, you can learn how to enjoy dating. And I want to help you with that. I want to help you get to a place where you enjoy it. You look forward to it. 
and you know how to date in a way that is sustainable. I love that word because when we think about sustainable, it means something that can go on and on, right? And most people, what they do is they're not dating in a healthy way. They will go, you know, 90 miles an hour. They'll go really deep into one relationship really quickly. Um, And then it fizzles out, right? Like the relationship ends and it's not sustainable. So we have to be able to date in a way where we can date consistently over long periods of time. It's just like any other goal, right? Like a health goal, any other goal in your life. You have to be able to sustain the actions, aka keep dating, keep showing up, keep going on dates, keep putting yourself out there. You have to sustain the actions over time if you want the results. So that's why today's episode is super important. And we're going to get into it. Let's do it. So questions that I got sent about dating and in particular first dates. So the first question, if someone is interested, what will they do after a first date? I love this question. We've all been there. You go on the date. It goes well. You get home and you go, oh my gosh, are they into me? Did they have fun? Will there be another date? Did I just meet my future husband or wife, right? Like we all have had after date moments of, I don't even know what to call it, anxious attachment, uncertainty, really, really want reassurance. However, we haven't really built enough of a relationship to just ask for the reassurance that we need. So I love this question. What's going to happen then if things went well, if someone's interested? If someone has emotional availability and they have emotional capacity and time to invest into a relationship, if a date goes well and they want to continue to get to know you, you will hear from that person. They will reach out to you. They will tell you they had a great time. They may make an effort to see you again, right? Um, I think what's really helpful to realize is we all have the same amount of time in a day. And when someone is ready to prioritize connection, to really invest in a relationship, they are going to prioritize connecting with you. They're going to reach out to you. They're going to create secure attachment, right? If we think about this from an attachment style lens, early stages of dating, you need to be able to create a secure attachment with your partner. That's why early stages of dating, more reassurance is required because you haven't yet built secure attachment. So what you would want is after a great date, this person's going to reach out. They're going to say, hey, I enjoyed it. They'll give you honest feedback, right? Um, And they'll plan the next thing. Now, I do want to note that it doesn't always have to be the man doing this. This is 2022, y'all. 
as a woman, if you enjoyed the date, you can also say, hey, I had a great time. What? Um, how do you feel about brunch next weekend? You know what I mean? It's okay for you to also invest. When it starts to become a yellow flag or a red flag is if you are always the one making the plans and there's no opportunity for reciprocal investment. But by all means, if you had a great time, you want to get to know the person, let them know. Okay. The next question, question number two. Let's see. Here here we go. How to tell if you have a gut feeling to not see them again or if you are being picky? I love this question. Let's do it. So a lot of people ask me, how can I tell if it's my intuition or if it's my gut or if it's my attachment style? Is it my is it my gut or my attachment style? Um, what I want you to know is a lot of us have completely lost our self-trust. We've lost our connection to our inner knowing. And when it comes to our dating decisions, we've gotten to this place where we don't trust our decisions. And while we're dating, this causes us a ton of emotional turmoil, a ton of emotional pain. How many of you have been there where you're dating somebody, you think it's going well, but you're not sure you're thinking about this person all day long and it really drains you. You're in a place where your thoughts are consumed with this and maybe you're imagining worst case scenarios or you're playing out everything that you said, or you're rereading text messages. When we have lost our self-trust, when we're not in a securely attached place, it's really hard for us to actually connect to our intuition. I like to also call it your inner guidance system, your inner knowing, right? It's hard for us to connect to that because our brains are running off of past relational trauma and we're in a lot of emotional dysregulation. And it's hard for you to connect to your inner knowing when your emotions are dysregulated. Okay. So that being said, <laughs> how can you try to get there? What, what are some strategies? So one of the things I've coached women on inside of the Empowered Secure Love Program, this is something we cover at length, is we talk about learning how to distinguish your inner knowing, your intuition from your attachment styles. And what I would want you to do is to actually take time to write out what it is that you're feeling. And I would want you to explore it. So be very open. So, you know, what I'm feeling is, I don't know that I like that uh, we live three hours apart or I'm worried about this connection because I didn't feel a big spark. I didn't feel fireworks. My fear is that I'm going to waste time. Like just whatever comes to mind, I want you to really write it out. And oftentimes 
when we can get to the bottom of the emotion and you're writing it out and you're saying, well, what emotion am I feeling? Right. You're getting really, really insightful to your inner emotional experience. If you get to the emotion and the emotion is fear, fear is usually connected to your attachment system. If you're operating out of fear, right? So with avoidant attachment, there's usually fear of losing independence or fear of, well, I don't know if I can be a good partner or what if they're not the one avoidantly attached folks have this thing. And I I know I'm like, I'm labeling, um, but even people with avoidant attachment traits can experience this. And it's the myth of the one, which I know I did an earlier podcast episode on. Uh, But the idea that, oh, there's this one person and I don't want to settle. And what if I waste my time on the wrong person, right? But at at the bottom of those thoughts is the emotion of fear. So if you process this and you get to fear, you can say, okay, that's probably my attachment style. But if you go through processing what's coming up for you and it's not fear, Maybe it's genuine disinterest. Maybe it's genuine inner knowing that this is simply not your person, that you think they're great, you wish them the best, and you have no excitement, no interest when you think about going on date number two. Or maybe there were some real red flags and maybe they even casually put you down or they made fun of people in the restaurant, or they talked about their last relationship in a really horrible way, by all means, like I said, you know, you're being a, a love scientist. If you gather that data, then honor it. That's not fear there. It's just the data, right? So all of this to say, you have to start to learn to train your brain to trust yourself in the dating process. And the way you do that is you slow down, you get into the processing of the data that you've gathered, you feel into the emotions, and you make a promise to yourself that you're not going to make dating decisions based off fear. When we come from a securely attached place, we make dating decisions off of what feels good, And off of what honors us and what honors our desire for connection, we're open, right? I hope that was helpful. I feel like that could be its own podcast episode, everything I said, but really getting this idea that you have to rebuild that connection to your inner knowing and you have to learn to trust yourself in dating. And by all means, as a love scientist, you can journal, you can write about it, you can process your emotions and be open and honest. I swear to you, this will save you time in the dating process if you learn how to truly connect to your emotions. All right, great question. I'm really glad we got to it. I definitely have time for one more. The last question is from uh, a friend of mine now, Stacy. The last question is, how can you be sure if there are some red flags and you want to make sure that you're not blinded by their looks? 
Mm, okay. So I think the question is, if they're really, really attractive, how do you make sure you're not missing red flags? What a good question. Have we all been there where you're out on the date and you're like, wow, they look a lot better than their dating app photos. Oh my goodness. I think I'm, you know, I need another glass of water over here, right? Like we've all been there where you're pleasantly surprised on the date and they're really, really attractive. Um, it's so interesting as I'm thinking about this, because one of the things that really comes to mind is this awareness that as you step into the securely attached version of you, you do start to become really aware of how you feel with a person. And you just start to realize that no amount of physical attraction, no amount of good looks is worth me sacrificing my peace. Like no amount of physical attraction is worth me not feeling heard, not feeling seen, not feeling understood, not feeling emotionally safe. So we're stepping in a secure attachment. We're learning to embody a version of ourselves with high self-worth. And we're realizing that, hey, even over good looks, somebody who's extremely hot, even over that, I need to feel really good. Like, how do I feel in the presence of this person? Right. And I think you can note as a love scientist when you're dating, you can note, hey, if they're very attractive, I might have to be extra intentional in my data gathering in order to ensure that there's no biases in the data, right? Like, how do I feel in their presence? What's interesting is I think as we heal and as we begin to heal the relationship with ourselves and we're basing less of our own worthiness on our looks, because when you really start to heal and you go down the personal development rabbit hole that I've been in and you really start to love yourself, as cliche as that sounds, you realize your worth is not connected to your physical appearance, which completely impacts how you're dating because you're no longer judging other people based on their looks. So really powerful place to be. Uh, I didn't get there overnight. Certainly takes time. And one of the things is, of course, you still want physical attraction in a connection and you're still going to desire that physical attraction, you know, to be present and to connect that way with your partner. But you're no longer basing someone's value just off of their appearance, right? Okay. So the securely attached version of you, no matter how good looking they are, if they are six foot three, tall, dark, and handsome, washboard abs, et cetera, et cetera, or whatever your type is, if you don't feel emotionally safe and you don't feel heard and you don't feel seen, you will walk the other way. All right, y'all. This has been a fun episode, I hope, for all of you dating that 
you know that you really have the power to show up differently. Remember this, a different approach equals different results. You are not doomed to always get the results that you've always gotten. You really can change your approach. You can learn to embody the securely attached version of you. And of course, I do want to invite you if you need help, I can help you. We have the Empowered, Secure, Loved program, and it's designed to help you become the securely attached version of you so that you can effortlessly attract a great relationship. We've helped hundreds of women at this point. It is my absolute joy and honor to share with you that we have a proven framework and more and more women all the time get to come with us um, on this journey and share with us their results. So I am just incredibly honored to coach women in this way and basically provide the framework and the tools that I needed in my early 20s that I didn't have, right? So it's my way of giving back and it is such a privilege for me to coach women through this this journey. So if that's you, make sure you apply to the Empowered Secure Love Program ASAP. We are already almost full for September, so make sure you apply now. You can use the link in the show notes or the link in my Instagram bio. All right, y'all, I hope you loved this episode. And of course, you know, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk to you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce, And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.